Hello and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Bernie is the Leader. The verdict for this episode is We Can Really Do This. I'm recording this episode the morning after the New Hampshire primary, which Bernie won. And now that Bernie has won the popular vote in Iowa and New Hampshire, the only two states to vote so far, it's time to take a look at the race as it stands. Uh, And before going on, I should remind everyone that I don't edit these episodes. Uh, They're just a chance for me to say what's on my mind. So coming up in the race, we have... Nevada on February 22nd, which is a caucus primarily, but they are allowing early voting this year. Um, Given what happened in Iowa, there's a little trauma around caucuses, so we'll just have to hope for the best. Uh, But Nevada is going to be an interesting race. Bernie has a great shot to win Nevada. Uh, He's got tremendous support in the Latino community, which is a big big sector of the Nevada Democratic electorate. And of course, Bernie does well with working class and union voters, and and, uh, Nevada has a big union population in the Democratic primary. But there is an issue worth talking about in Nevada, because it's kind of a unique issue and it addresses labor and Bernie's coalition. There is a large culinary union in Nevada that has managed to negotiate a very good health care system for its members. As a result, the union leadership has been, although it's not endorsing anyone, has reportedly been telling members not to vote for Bernie or Elizabeth Warren because of Medicare for All. Now, what's sad about this is essentially the union is saying, we like our health care benefits and we're not willing to give up our health care benefits even though the insurance we would get is probably better and we would help the millions of people with no insurance and the 87 million people who are underinsured or not insured at all have proper health insurance. And this is a really disheartening turn of events uh, because... To see a union say, we got something we like, and good for them that they did it, Uh, but we don't want to give up what we consider a collective bargained gain for the betterment of society is really disappointing. I'm a very, very strong union person. Uh, I'm anti the nonsensically named right-to-work laws. Uh, I'm all for making unionization as easy as possible. But what's happening in Nevada is just wrong. 
the union stance is fundamentally wrong. It is immoral. Opposing uh, health care reform that would benefit millions of people and the country as a whole would save the country money uh, because you want to hold on to your bargained benefit is just wrong. I'm sorry. It is. It's just wrong. That being said, um, I do believe Bernie is going to win Nevada because I think a lot of the rank and file um, will be smart enough to disregard the leadership and will realize what's good for them in the long run, especially if they ever want to have a job that's not part of that union, um, if they ever want to move to another state or even another part of Nevada, they really should support Medicare for All and Bernie. Um, also, Judge and Klobuchar have no real support in communities of color. So how they can compete in Nevada is going to be very difficult. Um, and for that matter, South Carolina. Biden has already gone to South Carolina. He went there before the final votes came in in New Hampshire, highlighting his shocking and really pathetic fifth-place finish. So I would say most pundits would agree that Bernie is the odds-on favorite to win Nevada. And at that point, how can you say that the candidate who's won the popular vote in each of the first three contests is not the heavy favorite to win the nomination. One more thing about Nevada, which segues into a discussion of South Carolina, is the spending of Tom Steyer. Steyer has spent about $14 million on ad buys in Nevada and South Carolina, which is making a person who isn't competitive too many places was dismal in Iowa and New Hampshire uh, seem more credible. And Tom Steyer has no chance at the nomination. And from a moral perspective, neither Steyer nor Bloomberg should have a chance at the election. The Democratic nominee should not be a billionaire who bought the election with basically no um, contributions from everyday working class people. There's just something fundamentally wrong about that. Yet, Steyer and Bloomberg have each spent more money on ads uh, and in the campaign in general than Sanders, Buttigieg, Warren, and Biden have put together. That is wrong. That is just flat out wrong. A billionaire should not be able to buy the election. Speaking of Bloomberg, uh, Benjamin Dixon, who is a supporter of Bernie's, has unearthed an audio recording of Bloomberg praising the stop and frisk policies of New York City 
that overwhelmingly targeted and hurt brown and black men. Um, and in the audio recording, I'm sorry, there's no other way to say it, Bloomberg demonstrates that he is in fact a racist. Uh, he talks about th- sometimes you have to throw people up against the wall to make a point that you could just Xerox the copy uh, of crime uh, of a criminal suspect and it would be you know, a black or brown man. Uh, I'm just paraphrasing it. It's on the internet. You should feel free to listen to it. Um, but it is appalling. And the thing about this is we have three weeks before Super Tuesday. We have three weeks to show everyone that Bloomberg is a racist. Uh, not only is it the audio recording, but it's the fact that uh, when Bloomberg began as mayor of New York City, uh, the stop and frisk policy was, you know, far less used than it was um, in 2011 and 2012. Then a court ruled uh, that the policy violated people's civil rights. And then, only then, did Bloomberg start reigning in the policy. But he defended it as recently as the fall of 2018, and he only apologized for it a couple of weeks before announcing his candidacy. And isn't that convenient? And one thing Democrats have to keep in mind when it comes to Bloomberg is that if Democrats don't play these clips, if Democrats don't discuss uh, the efforts of Bloomberg's administration to defend stop and frisk in the court systems, uh, the Trump administration will. And I'm just going to be really clear about this. Up until now, I have said that I would support the Democratic nominee, at least in terms of voting. But after listening to that audio and hearing Bloomberg say those disgusting things and then seeing the totally false statement he put out trying to cover for it yesterday, uh, I will not vote for Bloomberg. If Bloomberg is the Democratic nominee and it is a Bloomberg-Trump race, I will not vote. I will not sacrifice my dignity and vote for a racist. Um, Because if we have an election between two openly racist people, I'm sorry, we have to stay home. That's just my view. We have to stay home. Now we have to discuss Biden. As I said earlier, he came in fifth in in New Hampshire. Uh, He and Warren are neither one of them is going to get any delegates from New Hampshire, which is amazing. But Biden, as I said, has already gone to South Carolina, and we don't know what effect. Tom Steyer's ad buys will have in South Carolina. We just don't. My guess is he's going to do better in South Carolina than clearly he should or that he, you know, 
certainly better than he did in Iowa or New Hampshire. Uh, but I think Bernie has a better chance of winning South Carolina than most people thought he would a couple of weeks ago, especially after he wins Nevada. And if Biden comes in third or fourth in Nevada, I I really don't see how he wins South Carolina uh, unless people just say, well, I, I'm going to give Joe a, a victory lap, one last pat on the back before he goes out. And the final point I want to make in this episode is after South Carolina on Tuesday, March 3rd, 14 states go to the polls. And if we assume Bernie wins Nevada and does very well in South Carolina, uh, he's got a big advantage in Super Tuesday states in the sense that Buttigieg and Klobuchar, even Biden really and Warren at this point, don't have the money to compete. They really don't have the money to compete in the Super Tuesday states. And I don't think Biden's PAC is going to bail him out because I think everybody now understands, even though a lot of people are too nice to say it, that Biden's candidacy is done. So the real question is going to be Bernie versus Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg's been saturating the air airwaves in states like California and Texas. And Bernie is the only other candidate really competing there. Steyer is going to try, but I just don't see Steyer lasting. And this is where the key about telling people the truth about racist Mike Bloomberg really matters. People have to know when they go to the polls on March 3rd uh, that Bloomberg is, in fact, a racist. Uh, and that we can't allow this, we can't allow the establishment to let a racist billionaire buy the election. We just can't allow that to happen. Uh, and so I really think that's where we are. This is all why Bernie um, is going to, is the leader now, and this is why uh, we can really do this. We can really win this election and move the revolution into the White House and transform America. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.